it's spoopy time. Uh, my honorable is uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. And nice. The reason that I chose that, um, it's been a long That's time. Actually, that actually, I was actually kind of fascinated about the story that that was based oh, on. Yeah. Creepy as hell story. Yeah. 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 So it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, so I don't really remember much about it. But They get killed in their sleep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, by yeah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, the quick synopsis. It's also it. a satire, which is very important. Uh, it's also Wes, a slasher, which is also very important. It, it, Wes Craven <laughs> made a character that talks a lot because he was tired of seeing slasher characters that don't, because okay. everybody uh, else doesn't talk. You had like Mike Myers I, and Fred and uh, <laughs> Jason and stuff. I love the um, like the parodies that have come off of that. Like we see like Scary Terry and uh, uh, <laughs> and Rick and Morty. Anyways, Josh. So the story. Um, and I'll just describe what the story is about and I'll move on because there's not, I don't, unless you guys have stuff to add. Um, really. it's about a boy who is having nightmares and, um, so the quote here says that he told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him. So it was something that was chasing him around in his nightmares. And it says that, um, he tried to. He would stay awake for days at a time. So, yeah. You said um, they hallucinate, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, I was gonna say his brain was already like deteriorating because you your brain right. starts, yeah. starts to break down or whatever. Um, if you go so long without sleep, but it says um, he finally fell asleep, and then his parents heard screams. And by the time they got to him, he was dead. And yeah. So he died like in like in his sleep, a few rooms away, yeah. which is the creepiest part about that. Yeah, yeah, um, which. They took that obviously and made Freddy Krueger out of it, who killed people in, in their nightmares, which is terrifying. So, um, again, I don't really have any much to add. Just that I found that interesting that that was based off of that actual thing that happened. And uh, that's interesting because I actually saw like a slightly different when I was like looking up the lists, mm. of, like a slightly different thing that could be based off of, it. and it was like a couple of like. I think it was a couple of like Asian guys that were going through kind of something similar where they were seeing. Do you uh, do you have that proof, Jim? I had the article like <laughs> while I was looking through the article, and that's why I was trying to find it. I wanted to just briefly mention it because uh -huh. I couldn't find the article for it again. Um, but yeah, so that was just, it was just interesting. It, like uh, something that I ran into was different. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> sorry. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. Cameron, do you have anything to add to that or? No, no just it's creepy as hell. Yep. And it, yeah. I mean, that's like really. Like legit dying in your sleep like that. Yeah. From I mean, it, it's yeah. creepy that he's just screaming, 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 gone. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's. It's amazing. That's the scariest thing to me. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's not like that's not the only time that anything weird has happened around people sleeping. Right. And but that's that was just like, the they made a movie out of it, which... Yeah. Yeah. And also, we don't understand sleep all that well. As mm -hmm. science, mm -hmm. as like scientifically, we don't understand sleep all that well. So it just makes it even creepier. It's so weird. Yeah. 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 But... Not cool. sleep tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. I'm um, feeling pretty and weird I've, right now. I was like, I've got a flight to my morning, too, yeah. so... <laughs> um, don't watch Final Destination. My... Yeah. Oh, God. Don't do that to me. Less than 24 hours. Don't do that to me. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, cool. Anyways, my honorable Jim's mention. going to get on the plane and be like, our in-flight movie is Final Destination. <laughs> like, no! I'm sorry if you're listening to this on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, my honorable mention is going to be really quick to mention too because it was a really kind of cut and dry type of deal, but it's uh, Lizzie Borden took an axe. 
I actually took this one I've off been of my wanting to see that. I actually took this one off my dishonorable mention because it was one of those where I was like, I didn't love it, and I was just like, I kind of like left after the movie, and I was just like, mm, are like, you familiar with it? The actual movie yeah. or the case? The I know movie? the case really well. I've never seen a movie. So the movie it. is uh, the movie is Christina Ricci. Yeah. Oh, it's that one? Because I was thinking of the one just called... Oh, it's just called Lizzie is the one I was no, thinking of. No, I was... I was Lizzie Borden took an axe. So, Christina Ricci is in Lizzie Borden took an axe. Yes. But yeah. she's also in like a Lizzie Borden miniseries or something like that. Where she also plays Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Apparently she's a really good Lizzie Borden yeah. actress. <laughs> um, but um, if you don't know this... I mean, Lizzie Borden took an axe is literally... Is, is exactly what it is. It's the story of Lizzie Borden. And they, uh, they go over... Like, they do the stuff at the very beginning where she kills her family. Because like... And then they go over the, the, the trials afterwards. She was actually acquitted mm-hmm. of um, of the murders, even though she's the one that committed them. But, you know, this is like mm-hmm. it stemmed the, I don't want to say it's not a nursery rhyme, but it's just like a like a rhyme. It's like Lizzie Borden took an axe and she gave her gave her father 40 wax. When she had seen what she had done, she gave her mother 41. Like, so it's... There's some demented Dr. Seuss for you. Right yeah, there. yeah that's, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But like, that's just like, that's crazy. Like I said, the movie, I almost put it on my dishonorable because it wasn't mm-hmm. great. Um... There was a lot of weird, like, uh, like blues rock music in that movie. That's totally Sweet. the time yeah, period. That's what I'm saying. What like, are you was, talking that's about? That's what was kind of weird. I mean, like, <laughs> it was strange. And so I was like, what? But anyway, so Lizzie Borden. If you know the story of Lizzie Borden, like, that's kind of a kind of a wild thing. But if you think um, about the time period. It'd be like putting rap music in Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, she's like, she's like Dude, asking people honestly, like just watch it, watch it, Watch it for that. Just like just to hear those like weird rock blues. Um, that's like, uh, my wife watches Rain. Okay. If you guys are familiar with Rain. No, but. Where it's okay. like a period piece. It's, uh, it's, it's Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, rain, not but, like water. But, no, like the, the show, like, R-E-I-N. I was thinking, I know. because they have the show Rain on Netflix. Oh, I was like, I think you were just No, I'm talking like the mini, like, no, like the older, but they, but the music in that show is like modern day pop, and it's really weird and like It's kind of off-putting. Yeah, 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 dude, that's kind of what this is like, so. But I have to say, I learned Lizzie Borden, I'm not proud of this. But I learned of Lizzie Borden from Ghost Adventures with Zag Bagans on the Chopper Channel. Dude, that's nice. all I got. I want to bring up a thing. I'm out. I want to bring up a thing. You said she was acquitted even though she did it. Did she actually do it? Because I've seen... So again, I've never seen like the fictional films. I've seen... And there's been tons of them. Um, but I've seen a lot of documentaries. And the interesting thing about Lizzie Borden is it really actually doesn't seem like she did it. And that's the weird thing, is when okay. you get into the story... See, and that's... And that, like, that I, I shouldn't have said, like... Even well, no, no. I mean, it's like, totally yeah. fair, because it is... Cons- it's like a general consensus that she did it. I just mm-hmm. think it's fascinating, because when you actually get into the details, this woman was kind of demonized. First of all, there are a lot of reasons for her to do it. She was in, like, an abusive home and things like that. Yeah. That's a lot of what the story is. Uh, but... When you get into it, she almost seems just like just like another victim as well, and she never owned up to it ever. No, she never said she did it, or See, even remotely. So that's anywhere near what it. they actually they did that in the movie where they like she told her sister about it at the very end, right. and her sister left, and they actually put a in credit thing where it's like you know she like her sister left and never came back, and like blah blah blah, and like but obviously we never heard what she said to her sister because she mm-hmm. kind of leaned in and whispered it to her ear, but. Like that's you know the Lizzie you, Borden. Do you think Lizzie Borden actually yeah, tweeted us about killed her family? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. 
And put a content warning on that post. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. All right. No, Cameron. Yeah. Well, let's move we right along. Quick, did we? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to add that I, I also am fascinated with the Lizzie Borden thing. Ever since I learned about it, it's just a fascinating. There's a whole, like, axe murder, like, you're just fascinated by axe murders, Josh. And well, I'm scooting whole, my chair was, back There was I another one. I forget which one it was, but there was another one where, like, an entire family, there was somebody hiding out in, like, a closet space or something like that and came out with an axe and murdered an entire family. And, like, the children, the, the parents. Mm, I don't know if we're, if we're thinking of the same story. There's a really interesting... We're going to have to turn this into a said. There's a really yeah. interesting story um, that's very similar to what you're talking about mm. and to Lizzie Borden. I don't know if it's the same thing Josh was just talking about. Um, but it's a family who... They had a bunch of friends and other family members over after yes. church. Okay, so it is yeah. that one. Yeah. So they, they it's stay... the Velisca Axe Murders. Yes. Is what it yeah, is. and there's actually a movie based off of that as well. I also learned that through Ghost Adventures, okay. but we won't go there. <laughs> Okay, well, I just want to bring it up real quick because it's really creepy because everyone in the family is killed and there's a lot of people in the house. It's not like we're talking about just a few people. I mean, there's people sleeping right next to each other and no one woke up at all during the murders. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the creepiest thing. You always shroud your, like, picks in so much No, I'm talking about... The, oh, the murders, I was like, I thought this was your pick. Like, no, no, this isn't even his pick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, my statement still stands, but... Yeah. I, okay, now, as I said earlier, let's move right along into <laughs> yeah. the right. Because that's my right along. <laughs> the right is And we didn't movie. go quick with our All right. Anthony Hopkins plays a priest who's a guy in Italy oh, or Rome. There's and specifically... So many movies that I watched... Almost watched on this list today. Yeah. Uh, so the right is not a great film. It's one That's of those horror I films. <laughs> I loved it. The, I, I loved it the first time I saw it, and it builds cool atmosphere. So I do think people should see it if they want. To. It's kind of it's kind of cool. But it, it's, it's as far as mediocre films, it's one of those that falls kind of. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it's okay. But the real story is also not like the movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. That's... So here's the here's the funny thing: is the real story is based off of a reporter who talked to a priest, who met another priest, who gave him stories from other priests. That's essentially the easiest way to put it. Uh, in, the, in the movie The Right, it's a guy who goes to study with a, a, a long, famous uh, exorcist in Rome, and he is very young, and he's learning, and he's not sure if he's Christian or not. And then he sees possessions, and he sees, like, black nails spit out of this woman's mouth, even though she had nothing in her mouth before that. Um... But that's the part that made me want to talk about the true story is because that is something that has actually been mentioned in tons of exorcisms um, is spitting objects out that weren't in their mouth before and specifically black nails. The the I think it's Father Frank or Gary or something like that. Uh, he is like the guy who went there. He was middle aged in real life when he went to study exorcisms. Um, he was chosen to go study by the church and he was chosen to go study with a real exorcist and um that exorcist had talked about seeing like projectiles vomited out of people's mouths and specifically he knew another priest who had been involved in tons of um exorcisms where like like legitimately which is what it's based off of is black nails came out of a woman's mouth one time and just drooled onto the floor Hmm. um multiple nails just continually coming out of her mouth but i think it's interesting because it's based on what he saw what that priest saw of the society of exorcisms and that's where the right is kind of interesting to me is the true story is more about 
how important exorcisms and how real they are when you go to Rome compared to when you're here in America. In America, we have anywhere from 20 to 50 exorcists currently active. Uh, according to the Catholic Church, every archdiocese should have one, which means we should have about 200. Which is interesting that I learned from watching a couple of movies on this and like stuff like the right that there's actually Vatican appointed exorcists. I had no idea that that was even a thing. Every archdiocese is supposed to have their yeah. own exorcist. Currently, they are definitely in a deficit of exorcists. But Good it's, job, Mark, not, it's not as important here <laughs> as it is in other countries. But I, I just find it fascinating because people treat it like just another form of medicine there. There's a lot of ultra-religious people that still do that to this day. And that's what this journalist found out, is he found out how important exorcisms were to that society and truly how much they believe in it. And especially when talking about Emily Rose, I think it's really important because you talk about people who are willing to sacrifice their families' lives just to exercise a demon, what they think is a demon from them. And yeah. regardless of whether or not it's and true... a person dies, and they think that it's a demon that yeah. killed them. Right, and it just it says a lot about society. Yeah. So I think the right is interesting from a sociological perspective, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, this is going to be really awkward because my wife is sitting right behind me. But uh, I went to the theater to see the right on a date and ended up just making out with the girl the whole time. So I don't really remember the movie. I have to go back and watch it. That's um, great. But let's move on to Dishonorable, which is what that is. <laughs> nice. Good segue. Uh, my Dishonorable is... I don't know if this is a horror movie. I guess it is a horror movie. It's Open Water. It, it came up on a lot of this when I was searching horror. I, like didn't like it at all. It's really bad. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> I always like, like, like ease into my choices, and then when I hear camera go, it's really bad. I'm like, oh, sigh of relief. Okay, cool. Yeah, same, you, same page. You want to watch a bad movie? Go watch Open Water. You want to see a worse movie? Go see Open Water too. It doesn't even have a shark in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. So I guess the only thing that I found kind of neat. <laughs> is the people involved, like the actual people it was based off of, were from Louisiana. Like, that's pretty much it. So I have a connection because I'm from Louisiana originally, but uh, that was it. That was literally it. And it's just like two people in uh, the middle of the ocean. But and there's it's like a shark interesting that it was like based like off of a true because they were like forgot about... They were left behind by like the tour boat. Yeah. Like the tour boat. I mean, I can like see the, how it's scary. Like, like the story is in more real interesting. Life, like the story is. is interesting, but yeah. like the movie sucks. I can see sucks. how it's interesting. Like it's like buried in the in the ocean, <laughs> but not as good. <laughs> because like buried with Ryan Reynolds is him in a box for like two hours yeah. or an hour and a half. You and I were talking about that one the other day too. But. Open water is two people in the water for like an hour and a half, but it's not, I didn't find it nearly as entertaining or interesting. <laughs> and I feel bad because I feel like that is based off a true story. I don't know if Ryan it is. is. I'm sure it is. I don't know. I'm sure there's I mean, it's based off the idea, I think, of what happens sometimes yeah. in war. I, and just like open water, honestly, if you, I mean, I know it's based off of an actual legitimate story, but I think one thing that kind of takes away from it mm. is that that happens really often. It's not like that's an isolated, These this couple was super unlucky. I mean, like, I don't know. Open water is really bad, bad film. <laughs> it's not the even a. It's not it even off. a fun to watch bad film. Yeah. It's really yeah. not. It's just kind of boring. I think honestly. I was just waiting for it to be over. That's how I felt. I Open water yeah. two is worse. Ugh. I watched. You just that. perfectly described my dishonorable too. 
waiting for it to be over. Let's just go and do it. Okay, good, because I hated this movie. This was the movie that kicked Lizzie Borden off of my dishonorable mention list. Because I was going to better put it down there. But it's Winchester with Helen Mirren that came out. I have this sitting in my apartment. I still haven't watched it. Oh, God. It was uninteresting. I had to force myself to sit through it because I was like, this movie is already terrible. And I was like 30 minutes in and I just didn't want to keep watching it. If it wasn't for this list, I wouldn't have kept watching it. Whoa, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. It but was. I loved Helen Mirren. I do too, and I expected so, so much more. And I expected so much more. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the story of itself is interesting too, because it's based off of the Winchester family, mm-hmm. where this house was literally continuously built for 30 years straight. Which is not the supernatural family. No. No, 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 no. But this movie is a supernatural, like yeah. you know, movie where basically like people that were, I think it was people that were killed by these guns, were haunting and going back to this house because of. Okay, so it's like the Winchester gun family. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, this house was continuously built for thirty years straight because they kept adding on more rooms. They kept doing, and in the movie, this was to like they were building the rooms of the deceased. To I guess keep them there. I don't know. I was I I got to be honest. I kind of tuned out a lot of the movie because I wasn't. I think I was like packing and I just didn't want to pay attention to it. It was it was boring. Um, cool. It was it was a bad movie. It was yeah. it was awful. Like I mean I don't know much about the movie. I've I know that I've ignored watching it for the past keep two weeks that I've had because I I got it from the library and they can just have give it back. It back. Honestly, do you, I think at this do you point. give it one of those like you pick it up and you're like. Eh. And then you said I it back <laughs> was gonna go see it in theaters because Helen Mirren, and then it I heard looked, about it. The trailers looked right, good, right? And then I heard about it, and I was like, I'm not gonna pay money for that. And then I got it for <laughs> free, sitting there, and I still don't want to pay time for it. I'm upset that so, I wasted yeah. my time watching yeah. it. But like, I can't get that time back. The Winchester home is fascinating. There, yeah. there are there are doors and stairwells that are like two stories up that lead to just deadfalls outside. It's like really they, weird. They literally just kept building this house. Yeah, she so she built it, tore it down, built it, tore it down. Part of it actually collapsed in a fire. Um, in the movie, that was like an earthquake or whatever. Uh, or whatever. But she, uh, so she did this consistently, and it was to keep the ghosts at bay, to keep them away from her, because she was haunted by the spirits of people killed by Winchester. Yeah. Uh, they actually do. I'm pretty Alan, sure that was a plot in the movie as well. Yeah, like I said, I Alan Moore does a great job. Actually, he puts it into Swamp Thing. Weirdly enough. Uh, and he does a great job putting the Winchester home. He does his own version, but he, he does the same thing. It's a gun home where it's haunted by the people that are killed by the guns. But yeah, she was essentially haunted, and she built and built and built and tore down and built. And she had like this unlimited amount of money. I mean, Winchester. Yeah. So, yeah. The house sounds like something I would build in like Minecraft or something. That's kind of what like, it looked like in the movie. Open a door. That's kind of like, what oh. it looked like in the movie, too. And it was, it was, it was, so the movie, the plot of the movie is, I guess the doctor figured out that he, like, they died and they contacted him because he was an heir of some sort. So he went and they like had him in like in in like not investigate but um, uh, like look at her like Helen Mirren's character and like um, what's the word I'm looking for assess her like assess her like psyche and stuff like that because they just lost a, a dear family member. And so like there was like jump scares were not not even like really there. They were bad when they were done, you know. And so it just wasn't like. It, it, it just, I mean, that's, I don't, I, I'd watch that movie today and I already yeah. forgot about what the movie was really about because I yes. just like wanted to like, that's how bad I like found that movie. So sorry, you, Helen. You Mirren, found packing more entertaining. Yeah, than that movie. dude, it was like, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, don't watch the movie. Give it back to the library. I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead, but that's Cameron, up to you. I'm really excited to hear your dishonorable. 
Because these have been pretty good so far. <laughs> so my dishonorable is not because of the movie. I actually like the movie oh. quite a bit. What the twist? Uh, the story behind it is really stupid. Uh, <laughs> it so I it's, appreciate it's that. called Deliver Us from Evil, another Scott Derrickson film that okay. I briefly brought up. Um, yeah. And it is about a cop who is going after this uh, crazy thing that starts happening where people are like either being possessed or it's just like murders. The film is cool because it's based in like these real world style scenarios where it's really creepy because it's not supernatural, that's the, the supernatural element, which is there, but it's not that that's creepy. It's all the real world stuff that's creepy. And this type of stuff that you more pull from real life, like you've seen in like real crime cases and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where the story gets really stupid. Uh, is because it's based off of a real cop, um, and it's based off of a series of novels that he wrote. Um, his name is Ralph Sarchi, and it's called Beware the Night. Uh, it, it's so stupid. Uh, he's essentially this super egotistical, like Brooklyn or something like that, cop. Um, who wrote a bunch of, who wrote a series it's, of stories. It's Bronx. Okay. You're going to get Bronx, a lot of feedback from that. Bronx. <laughs> yeah. We don't always say the perfectly correct thing. <laughs> Feel free to correct us. I'm trying um, to save you. But here's the thing. Ralph Sarchi is egotistical and he calls himself an exorcist and a supernatural hunter. Um, and he does it for free for people. Good on him. Uh, but his stories are really <laughs> uninteresting. None of his stories are all that interesting. They're honestly just crime stories. I mean, that's really all they are when you boil it down. It's like a dude who dabbles in exorcism, but really just, you know, watch The Exorcist as like a 10-year-old child, and that's where he learned it. Um, if he ever listens to this, please go ahead and come on the show and defend yourself. Uh, but <laughs> if not, then leave me alone. Um, <laughs> Nice. I just think it's Is that so what he's got to argue against? <laughs> Leave me alone. Hashtag called out. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's really sad that you have a based on a true, or inspired by in this case, uh, inspired by a true story film that is way more interesting than the true stories. I mean, we're talking about a guy who has seen people killed. He's seen people supposedly possessed. And it's not interesting. It's re None of the stories I, I read about him are interesting at all. I don't think I'd watch this for the story. I'd watch it because Olivia Munn and Joel McHale are in it. <laughs> that's pretty much... Well, yeah, and I mean, they're like fabricated characters entirely. The only character that's in this that's really real is Eric Bana's character, Ralph Sarchi. Uh, Eric Bana does a great job, too. The film is actually really good. It was fun, um, okay. and it was actually really creepy in a lot of parts. It, it, it's kind of like reminiscent of like if you took an exorcism movie and clashed it with like seven mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what it reminded me of but the real stories aren't I mean it's really just a cop trying to show how cool he is and trying to show how amazing he is at being a copsorcist and a <laughs> nice dude that's a movie in itself that we should make should yes. we copyright that right now but that's that's the end of that I want to do real quick. Uh, we didn't do this. Uh, we didn't mention what the polls were uh, oh, yeah. and who won on the polls. Uh, so we have Amityville and Texas Chainsaw Massacre won from our people voting. Uh, so those were the top two films. Amityville on the Facebook one, and right? Instagram. Well, just the based on it. I know. Just, just in yeah, general. Yeah. Did you know the the day before filming, a dead body washed up on shore for that? Dude, nice. But what? Amityville? Yeah. Wow. So, 
I, I don't want to do a disservice here because we did have people vote and they voted for these two stories that yep. are very real. So I feel like we should talk about them real sure. quick just because Go people ahead. voted for them. And they, I, I was expecting them to show up on our list. I was too. That's I'm why ha- I didn't put them on my list. I'm so I didn't watch the movies. Though. I so, thoroughly enjoyed the spread that we had. Yeah. I think it was fantastic. I think it was great too. Um, I... I don't know that I've seen the Ryan Reynolds Amityville horror. I've seen the 79 one, but I don't remember it. I'd have to go back and read it. That's kind of how it was with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've seen a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't remember which one it was, and I don't really remember which, like, you know. God, I, mean? I hope it was the next generation. Well, no, I'm definitely here for you that. guys, because <laughs> I've seen the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I've seen the Ryan Reynolds Amityville, because Ryan Reynolds is in it, so I watched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Your man crush. Yeah. My man crush. I feel yeah. like I might have seen it for that reason. Yeah. Like Ryan Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> well, why not? And Amityville. You were talking about how much you like axes earlier. He runs around like shirtless with an axe at some point or something like that. So the Ryan Reynolds Josh one, and Cameron are sweating. That. <laughs> <laughs> like you look over and I'm just watching it on my phone. I'm like, what are we talking about? Ryan Reynolds shirtless. Like, spoiler alert, um, but in the end scene, like, is he sweating or is it rain? You can't tell. There's so much water going on there. <laughs> Content warning, jeez. Oh, um, so, so Amityville is a really interesting story for those who don't know. Um, the DeFeo family is a family that lived there before the family that was haunted. Uh, they were murdered by a man who said that demons told him to kill his family. He kills them with a shotgun. Um, mm-hmm. I the story is really creepy because that that's real. That's that happened. Like we're not. There's no way to argue that that mm-hmm. happened. Um, but the haunting part didn't. Most likely. Um, it's a really weird story. The family did abandon the home, uh, the family that moved in later. They abandoned the home and left all of their stuff there. They never came back for it. So in the Ryan Reynolds version, spoiler alert, you don't really have to watch it. It's not great. Uh, but just watch it for man candy. That's really say, all it is. If you, if you voted for it, I imagine you've seen it. Right, yeah. yeah. But in the Ryan Reynolds version, the they killed died. a dog in real life. The dog survived. Um, so there's there's like some different things that happen there. <laughs> Those bastard filmmakers. I know. Always the bastard <laughs> right filmmakers with dog the dog. If there's, really? a dog in a horror, if there's a dog in a horror movie, it's probably going to die. Um, or it's the killer. One of the two. Yeah, but <laughs> the dog is the killer. But the Amityville yeah. thing is really creepy because they claim that the ghost of the dead boy was haunting um, their family and talking to their children. Uh, they claim that there was ooze running from the walls uh, and that there were just like sounds at night that would wake them up. There was like a haunted doll that was supposedly still yeah. in the home from the original owner. Sounds like a lot going on. It is, like, and it's it's creepy to talk about to me. Mm-hmm. But again, let's talk about Ed and Lorraine Warren. And the fact that they were heavily involved in the fabricating, if you want to call it that, of the story. Yeah. So it's hard to say whether were or not this is... they involved in Amityville? Yeah. Oh, and it's hard to say whether or not this is like a confabulated oh, story. Like the, uh... yeah. And the father of the family knew that there was a book deal coming out of it. And that's when he started talking more as well. So when you really go into it, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So that's Amityville. I never took you for a tinfoil hat like horror guy. <laughs> I love horror, man. <laughs> I'm not like a tinfoil hat guy. I consider myself like a skeptic. I just like talking about it because I think it's interesting. Yeah. Again, Lil Stitches. Lil Stitches. Lil Stitches. I have, again, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I have seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. And we talked about it, I think, on the horror movie uh, episode. We or did. something yeah, where... I believe so. The, for me, the... Uh, so it's based off of Ed Gein. Yep. Who was a serial okay. killer 
who murdered people, and I think it was mostly women, right? Impor- important part here. He actually is kind of not a serial killer. He only killed two people. Okay. So only killed two. He was a grave robber. That's oh, the interesting okay. thing there. He well, would rob fresh graves. So what he would do is he would take people, like, dead bodies' skin yep. and make furniture out of it. And so Ooh. that's where you have, like, the lampshades with faces on it and stuff yep. like that. And Ooh. Yeah. Um, but, so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is loosely based on that. And there's quite a few movies that take Edgeen yeah. and... I was about to say, it's really, it's really funny in a creepy sort of way that someone who actually wasn't a serial killer, really, he only killed two people, mm-hmm. has inspired more horror movies than I think any serial killers have. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it was horrific. He, the cops go in, and he's got all of this. I mean, he's got, like, clothing items. He's got, like, curtains. He's got a couch. He's got lampshades. All made out of human skin, yeah. which is really <laughs> content warning. Yeah, <laughs> again, but he would. What We're he would, a little late on the content warning. <laughs> but he would, he would literally walk graves daily and nightly, and he would go and just dig them it, up. And he would he would look for freshly dug up graves because they're the easiest ones to dig back up. Mm-hmm. And he would dig up the bodies, cover the grave again. Oh, because nobody would guess. Because it's nobody so fresh. Would know. That's and, actually really yeah. smart. So he did this forever, and it's really creepy. And I don't remember how he was eventually found. Um, and I also don't remember if he had started killing like towards the end or if he had just happened to kill two people. Um, and there's even conjecture about whether or not he actually killed anyone. That some people think that they might have actually been dead and he might have just pulled them. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So that's what Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off of. Obviously, the Leatherface being someone who wears human skin yeah. and cuts off human flesh. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you guys voted for Amityville and for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They are two really interesting stories. On so. on a quick on a quick different note, I meant to I wanted to mention this earlier, but I love that uh, Lorena and Ed Warren are basically the Oscar Isaac of the uh, for us here on the uh, on this episode <laughs> yeah, on this episode of the uh, based on a true story. Yeah. yeah, they just kept popping up in all of our like. I wonder if they ever like busted into someone's home that was haunted, and they were like, "We've got a warrant." No, stop! Can we just end the podcast now? <laughs> you asked for that, okay? You brought right. them back up, and I thought I of the did. joke. Let me, uh, let me, let me throw a content warning out there because I'm okay. going to list off some of the stuff that police found in Ed Gein's. Oh, home. let's do it. Oh, Not okay. to be too giddy, but yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Uh, a wastebasket made of human skin, human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on his bedposts. Um, masks made from the skin of human uh, female heads. Uh, let's see. Uh, a belt made from female human nipples. Um, fingernails from female fingers. And those are just like a few four noses, which is kind of weird. <laughs> it's a weirdly specific. Uh, a pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. Like what? I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me <laughs> being like Ed Gein, you know, like. But, um, yeah. Welcome to list this where there we list. Go. That's, oh my that's God. what we do. Jeez. Man. He... I hope you guys come back for November when we tell less scary, yeah. like, like, <laughs> grotesque things. Talk about pretty flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Top five flowers. Yeah. But before we get Top into that. Top five shower moments after this. I mean, before we get into those, though, we do have our list-tober, spooktober, spooptober list. Uh, I don't know. Even in the article that I'm looking up, like the Wikipedia, um, I'm just skimming through it, but it doesn't really talk about how he was, uh, he was captured. So, yeah, uh, it's, 
it's a weird story, man. Honestly, I think the best rendition of like of a character based off of him uh, was Buffalo Bill yeah. in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And I thought about putting that on my list, even though I don't really consider it a horror film. I consider it more thriller. I mean, we had thrillers on here, mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting story. There's a reason why it got voted. It got more votes than other movies. I mean, it's interesting. It's really creepy and weird. And it's kind of just like a psychotic individual more than just a straight-up killer. So, yeah. So, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but this says that... Um, so it was Plainfield, um, Plainfield, Wisconsin, is where he where he lived, and apparently there was a hardware truck, a hardware store truck that was stolen, and so somebody called the police to report it stolen, and somehow that tied into Ed Gein. So the next time he came back in to buy antifreeze. They arrested him, and that's how it just seems really. Why is it always that? That's how they get people. I don't. It's like Al Capone and taxes, man. Like, <laughs> why? They do all of this stuff. And but can you imagine, like, you arrest the guy on a like a stolen truck, and you go back to his home and find like skin oh, chairs yeah. and stuff? I, I've like, heard that the police were just horrified by I what they imagine. saw. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine what that it would actually look like in front of me. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. know we've seen pictures or whatever, but and when it's in front of you, like, yeah. what is that? That, that environment has got to be insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, with that, that was our uh, honorables and dishonorables for. Based on a true story, yeah, and that was way more in depth than yeah. Then we went into any of our top five. I pretty think. horrifying, yeah. <laughs> actually, and let us know if you liked the information because I mean we went really in depth. I mean we yeah. we actually had a lot of good information on this one. I feel like so yeah. let us know what you liked. Let us know what we missed. Um, if there's any that you like more, if you stopped listening by now, we can't really help you because you're not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at List This Podcast. Uh, we're posting daily now. We yeah. have uh, Ali who runs our social, social media. media. Yep. So, I mean, we, we look at it as well, but she's the one that schedules the posts and stuff. So, right. um, if you want to holler at us, you can always Hello. post on any of those uh, social media sites. Um, for me, you can find me on Twitter at JawsXBird. I am on Twitter as the Cameron guy. And you can follow me on Twitter at Hold Majimbles. And we thank you for listening to this uh, extra mini-sode. And we'll see you next time on List This, where we list and you listen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.